You're listening to the Headhunting Housewives podcast with Diane O'Brien, episode number 44. Good morning, Headhunting Housewives. It is Diane O'Brien here on this wintry Wednesday morning. It is cold outside and dark. It's five something. And I am sitting here thinking this morning as I'm having my coffee and having quiet time with my dog laying behind me on the sofa like he's a cat wrapped around my shoulders. (laughs) I'm wondering again, the whys and the questions of why I'm doing this or what I want next, who I want to be in the next stage of my life. And I go through these questions a lot, as you know, and in putting this new segment together, this new mentorship program for 2Q and speaking to more of you, um, launching this podcast that I've done, um, you know, this past quarter, which has been, been brand new and so much more fun than I thought it would be. Um, I always go back to the why and here we are on Wednesday and you know how I like to have structure to my week a little bit and things I think about, um, just so that later I can break through and break those rules and create new ones. But I want to still stick with you on Wednesday to you asking the whys. I know on Monday I was asking who you are because as we get to know each other more, and you you hear me talk a lot on this end, but I am looking forward to meeting more of you and I want to know who you are. And thanks for the emails, by the way, Uh, let me know who you are and what you want and you know, why, um, But today, I want to still focus on not just the who you are, but why you want this. So I hear the whys because, you know, you want to have a group of women that offer support and guidance and you want um, to build a business, to have some clients and create your own wealth. Um, You don't want to be dependent on a man or anyone in your life. You want, um, you know, money in your world and these are some of your wants and some of your whys of maybe why you're starting this recruiting business or why you want to get into a group in Headhunting Housewives. Um, and I love all those answers. And I often ask myself those same whys as I move into a new segment of who I want to be. And I always go, you know, as deep as you can with those whys to really get to, um, what's the word, just the, the seat of it all, right? Like, and I, I think where I'm going with this is for me often it ends up with more of a feeling than a what more than a it's it is wealth right so why am i doing these things often since a young girl i wanted to build wealth for myself and my family i knew the power in money it wasn't about materialistic things but money in our society is truly life or death i mean think about the healthcare right now in our society um, you know, you have money, it can buy you life. If you don't, you die earlier than you need to. It really is the way that it is. I mean, my sister, when she had cancer, couldn't afford her pills. And if it wasn't for the family that loved her, helping her with well, not just the pills, but everything, she wouldn't have been, have lived as long as she did. And she lived a lot of happy years extra. Um, so money to me and wealth to me, again, isn't about like yachts or mansions, right? And I don't think it is for a lot of us housewives out there. It's having the money to care for our families, number one. So if anything happens on the bad side, we can take care of them. Um, and then just on the good side, when things are going great and healthy, we want to live a great life. And you know what? I even want to live a luxurious life. I think I've always felt a little bit coming from a middle-class family, you know, my dad and grandparents immigrated here, building wealth always felt a little, um, uncomfortable for me because I felt very blessed in many ways. I was one of the first 
of my family to graduate college and kind of get that good after college job. And, um, and it was, you know, such a wonderful ride. I've always been very grateful and thankful, but I've always had a little discomfort with wealth. And I've always wanted to limit myself to how much wealth I could have. And I didn't even realize that. And so I've worked with mentors that have gone further than me and have broken those ceilings in their mind, which now, you know, have made millions and they're not apologizing for it, nor do they feel that they have to hide it. Um, and it's just very new to me still. And I'm kind of trying that persona on. And I'm sharing this with you because it's good, I think, to help all of you as you're breaking into some new endeavors, go into this with the right mindset of building wealth and happiness and how you're going to feel about that back to your why unapologetically um, and not being fearful of it or limiting yourself with those limiting beliefs that are out there and what you should or could have what your worth, you know, where, where is your worth capped? Because there are no caps, right? Like I know in sales, I was always looking for high commission jobs with no caps. I don't want someone telling me my worth. I don't want to be stopped at 100 if I can make 200 or three. But for me, I have capped myself. And I think as I'm talking out loud and as you're asking yourself these questions, in many ways, maybe it was subconsciously or unconsciously, but um, it made sense, I think, and I could be wrong. Maybe I couldn't have been capped. I could have been going gonzo all those years. But as a mom, and you know, my youngest is just now a senior in high school. So she's getting ready to launch herself out of this nest into the world. And um, But as a mom all those years, it was funny because I always wanted to do really well career-wise and make money. But it was important to me that my family came first. And um, I don't know why looking back now, it seems like a silly limiting belief, but for me at the time, I wanted to make sure that my money was in check. Like I want to be making a lot of money, but it almost felt like not so much money where it was obviously I was a career woman first, right? I even had those own judgments, even though I was a career woman, I want to make sure I was a mom first okay? and I was at home for, I have always had this work from home business. That's why recruiting is so fantastic. You can make six figures working from home, putting your family family first. But now that, you know, I'm looking back over the past 20 years and I've got 20 years ahead of me, which I don't want it to be some kind of empty nest. I want it to be the most full, peaceful, luxurious nest I've yet to create. I want to be excited about the next 20. I want to be um, an example to my daughters now that they're going out in the world. I'm not going to lay back and just maintain what I've built. I want to watch, have them watch their mom build new things, right? And create um, new lives and enrich all of our lives for the better. I want to be an example to my girls. And so as I'm saying that out loud, it's really, I guess, inspiring for me to really say that out loud because who else do we talk that way to, ladies? I mean, we have our group of girlfriends, right, that we talk that way. But sometimes even with our girlfriends, we don't want to feel like we're bragging or showing off too much or being too happy. You know, I feel there's still that stigma with mine. I have a great group of girlfriends. Most of this is probably my own, again, mindset. And I think we do this to each other, especially when life can be so hard, right? I mean, there's death and misery and pain in life. And so it's easy to get caught up in that. And sometimes when we're hearing our girlfriends or our family sharing the pain, it almost feels like we don't want to share about all the joy that we're experiencing, the peace or the fun or excitement. But I think I want to change that paradigm more and more. And that's why I do love business. In business, you can kind of put the personal stuff aside and you show up to get to work, right? And of course, in business relationships, you're still sharing all the pain, but yet there's still a job to do. And I kind of like that because in a way, 
we could get lost in all the pain and misery of life if we let ourselves. And I like the fact that in business and being productive and having to show up to give back to the world in valuable ways, it makes you show up every day and you have to set aside some of the personal things. Sometimes that can be painful, but you're showing up to give and to create and to add value and to receive. And I think as I'm focusing on this Wednesday in the whys, I think about wealth and and uh, what I want and who I'm growing into. And I'm doing this with you, right? I think all of you are here with me right now. Um, and again, I want to hear those emails of what you're growing into and how you want that support. Cause I want to be here to help. And I'm going to form groups of women that are going to help you grow into what you can be. And that's going to be money related ladies. I mean, there are plenty of charities out there and there's plenty of ways to give back for free and volunteer. This isn't that <laughs> this is, we're going to grow together, but we're going to make some money and we're not going to apologize for it. And so if you're at zero and we make 50K, that's totally doable. That's doable in a quarter. That's doable in your year. It's whatever you're going to focus your mind to go after. And that feels in alignment to who you are. So you might have to really quickly catch up to who you want to be. It's going to feel way out of whack. <laughs> if you have at zero wanting a million, that's going to feel really tough, right? If you're at zero and 50,000, totally doable in American society. Every job out there, a minimum. Uh, especially college-educated women, you're going to get 50, 60, right? Right out of college, you're going to get 50. So totally doable. If you've already been out there for a while, maybe you were working and went home to be with the kids, but you're thinking, you know what? I want to jump back in. I don't want to start back over at zero. I did zero as a college kid. I want to come in at 50 and build to 100. Totally doable, <laughs> right? Let's have a group for that. Of you 50K or jumping back in the career, but you want to get 100K real fast. That is at least your worth. And I'm here to tell you, totally doable, right? I've been able to do that whenever I've wanted the past 20 years from home, taking off summers. Sometimes I did it in a year. Sometimes I did it in a quarter. You know, it's what you want it to be. And again, as I'm talking about this, I think I'm going to money now because I don't want you to be afraid to talk about money and what you want. And I want to get real with each other if we're going to be in groups together of talking about money. But also remember, what is that money for? So again, you can build up that money. And when you make that first, let's say it's just the 50K you need. It, it feels great, right? Um, of course, the taxes are sad. And you see it deplete many ways. <laughs> and that's always like the sad awakening. But 100K, same thing. It's going to be a whole, my gosh, I just made my 100K, right, for the year. Um, and then you'll go past that, hopefully, and make the 200, 300. And then hopefully we'll be, we'll be on the journey together to make a million in one year. I've never made a million in one year. I've made a million when you add it all up through the years because I've gone, again, working a quarter at a time or taking off summers. I want to make a million, you know, but still take off my summers. And so um, you can be on that journey with me because I know that's going to happen. And I know for you, 50 and 100 can easily happen when you believe that. And I think it's not about the money, but it's going to be how do you want to feel and how do you want your life to look and start with the end in mind so you never go crazy <laughs> and just live that life now. So for me, the reason I'm taking this journey with you is I've decided, you know, over, I guess I, this was over the Christmas time. When I was thinking, I was on break, right, with my girls and thinking of who I want to be next. And as my girls are leaving me and uh, off to school, and I could keep recruiting happily forever, right? And I've taken big breaks from that. And at times I've thought, you know, I'm tired of talking to candidates. I'm tired of talking with clients. I might just want to take a break. And that's when I would often get into real estate investing or just get creative. And I like to paint and, you know, I would just do fun things I wanted to do. But then recruiting always called me back, right? And that's why I kind of put the book, book out there, work 
from home headhunter because I would always get calls from women wanting to learn recruiting. And it was a way of instead of giving my time in a way, it was a way of putting it into a book that took five years to write. I thought it'd be like five months, but it took me way too long. Um, But it was a way of saying, hey, this is how you do it. Now, from the book, of course, I did mentorships one-on-one and I help women launch their businesses and, and land contracts. We land contracts together. I would even visit these women in New York City. We'd get together and um, or just right here in Philly, we'd have coffee and guys too. I'm thinking the guys I helped too. And it was so fun to watch them build a business to land their first contract. They were so grateful. I had a deal back then where we would kind of do a percent deal. We'd split the first deal or I'd have a percentage for my time so they didn't really have to put a lot of money in until they closed. And so so I did different things like that um, back then. Um, so I'm doing it different in 2Q because I know the importance of investing yourself and putting skin in the game. It really makes it more valuable to you. But the whole reason why for all of that, again, even as you're making money and it's fun, I would realize that's really how you want to feel. And back to me to why I'm doing this, in the mornings, I've always had my morning coffee, right? I've always tried to get up and watch the sunrise and think about what I want and how I want to give back or serve in that day or the or the time ahead. But what can be more fun now in taking a group of women with me, right? Maybe the things I've learned the past 20 years in recruiting can now help women ramp up a lot faster. So you can get here from zero to 20 instead of you taking 20 years to figure it out, right? You can do it in a quarter. Just do it the way that I'm doing it now and don't try to figure it out the way I had to where you're doing it one step at a time. And, uh, you know, it's funny. In my groups that are already forming right now, they're kind of practice, I'm calling it, uh, to prepare for 2Q. And it's going fabulous. The women are doing so great, so fast, ramping up really quick. But I'm also seeing the mistakes they're making that I made as a young recruiter that I'm like, okay, no, no, no. This is what you're going to do. Your time is way too valuable to be spending time here. And this is how you're going to streamline, become efficient. You're going to be like six sigmaing everything out that you can. Because really, even though you think you might want to be a recruiter and spend your days recruiting all day... I bet you very soon after you make your money doing that, if you're anything like me, you're really going to want that time back. Like how can you then recruit and make that money, but have the free time you want to only do the things you want to do? And what are those things you want to do? Maybe it is the sourcing and just finding the people if it's work related. Maybe it's the hiring and talking to the candidates and getting them the job or talking to the clients. And all that is great. And I think you want a time of your day set aside to do that. I've always talked about three-hour blocks, maybe a morning block or afternoon block. But then there'll be times that you're going to want to do that. But then you're going to want to then have even more time for just thinking through what you want next, right? And free time. And of course, time with your kids and time to travel. And, And I know there's a time for everything. And you'll be able to balance all of that, not just in a year, in a quarter, in a month, but even in a week or in a day. I've found great balance in my days now, giving a little bit back, giving a little bit to work, but really spending most of my day doing what I want to do. Um, and the business is so fun. I want to be doing it, right? Especially this side of the business now, working with you ladies and growing this and helping women grow. This is more fun to me than anything right now. And it's a baby business because I've spent my years working with clients and helping clients grow their businesses and hire more for their companies. 
But I think as I'm growing this now, it's going to be fun. I've already hired a couple women, <laughs> right? Really quickly the past month, which is nuts. And I'm looking for other women partners because I have more jobs than I can handle. So some of you have already given some of my jobs too to see what you can do with it. You get to practice on real jobs. And if you close it, you're going to make real money with my real clients. But in the process, I want to help you find your own clients wherever you are. Um, you could be out in California. You could be in Michigan. You could be somewhere in the world. So while you're practicing on my clients and helping me close deals and we're all getting paid, use those same skill sets you're learning to find your own clients. Don't lose sight of that. This really needs to be for you. It can be very easy to help other people grow their businesses. And I've done that all of my career. I felt mostly men in their businesses. I have more women clients now, luckily. But grow their business. They're hiring like mad. You know, they, I see them grow from 8 million to 80 million to 300 million. You know, I haven't done that. I've grown, you know, from myself being a hundred thousand, a couple hundred thousand. And, and I take a break and I do it. I repeat every year, repeat, repeat, keep it small. I don't want the hassle of employees, right? I've seen what that's done to people. I don't want the hassle of having huge departments to maintain. When I want to break free from my business, I'm cutting free and I don't want to have ties to anyone, any employees that are depending on me. So that's even how I'm going to grow this business and working with all of you. And I hope that as you think about your business, you think through that because I did have employees kind of in the past a little bit more, just a few. But then when I took off that summer, it was one of the first summers I'm thinking back when the kids were young, it was really tough because employees depend on you, right? And and that's the good thing. I mean, I'm saying, hey, thank God that there are business leaders out there that build these businesses and build employees. And it's a beautiful thing. It makes America grow. But I'm just talking for me right now. I want to grow my business. I want to have maybe a couple lady employees that I'm employing. But past that, I want women I'm going to empower to have their own businesses. We can find ways to partner together and make money together as you grow. But I don't want dependence, right? I don't want any. I have that for my, my kids and my family. I want independence under me. And independence mean contractors and 1099 employees um, or, you know, we're cutting percentages of deals or having flat fees back and forth between our companies and investing in each other and growing that way like true partners. So that's how I want to build my wealth as I continue on from 2020 and beyond, right? In the next 20 years, which are going to be so fun. The next just year is going to be fun, 2020. But then I think of the next five to 10, oh my gosh, I can already envision things that are so much bigger than I ever envisioned for myself five, 10 years ago. And it's feeling more like a definite than ever. Before it was like a wishful thought, like that whole, we talked about wishful Wednesdays, who you want to be. But now it's not wishes. These are true goals and I can just see it, envision it, and it's a no-brainer. And when you get to that point, because your confidence will grow as you close deals and close new clients, as you turn down those really big clients offering a lot of money, because it's not worth your time, Right. It's not as important as having time for your dog walks or your yoga or having time with the kids. You're going to fit your business in your life. You're not going to put your life around your business. This is the way that women work, right? So men for the past whatever millennium years <laughs> have done it their way. But in 2020, women will be building businesses their way and it's going to have hearts. We're going to make money, a lot of money. And it's time for a big exchange of money and wealth to go to the feminine side because there's power in money and we need to have more of it and not be afraid to go get it and to ask what we need to have to, to get it and what we're worth. So there needs to be that transfer right now because it's time. And so I hope more of you as you're listening to this get inspired and you might not have, you might not want to be a recruiter, right? Some of the emails I saw, you're not sure if you want a recruiting business and that's okay. I have all the tactics you need to become a recruiter. 
fast, 10 weeks, I can teach you, right? That's within three months, right? So in 2Q, we're going to take it through week to week and you're going to get it done. You're not going to get certified or certificate or a diploma. You're going to become a recruiter because you would have placed a candidate for a real client. So in three months with me, you're going to become a recruiter. And that's all the certification you need because it's real. It's not a piece of paper. It's not paper money. You'll get money too, but you're going to be living the life and feeling the way you want to feel. That's what you want to do on a daily basis, right? So as I'm talking now and as I'm watching the sun come up a little bit more and the sky is changing, all these pretty colors as I'm talking, right? You first see the pinks and the reds and the blue sky, which is so beautiful. And I'm looking at a red light. My neighbor must use red light therapy every morning at 5 a.m. because his whole house is lit up red, which is so cool. I think I might want to look into that more. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> but he's the same neighbor I hear jump in the pool at 5 a.m. in the summer, which I love. He's like my Tony Robbins out back. Um, but anyway, as I'm watching the sunrise, I am just excited for my day. And I think that if you're not feeling excitement for your day, then let's do some things together that's going to get you excited. And it might not be recruiting. I don't know what it's going to be, but I want to be here for you and have some women here for you that are going to be that support system and find a way that you're going to make money doing this so that what are we, we're in only February now. So in 2Q, go on that journey with me and think of all this now, get everything lined up. And in 2Q, come April, right? We got March here to still think about this. Come April, it's hitting the go button, ladies. And I'm, I'm already hitting go because I'm practicing. I believe in Head Start. So I'm already head started this program. It's working great. I'm having a great time. So I know I'm going to want to jump in full force with you all to Q. So who are you out there that want to do it? Why are you going to do it? And what exactly does that look like for you? So we know how it can help serve you and what groups, ladies, we should be putting you in. Um, we're not going to have too many. I'm thinking three groups, but we're all, it'll get a little crazy. Um, and we're going to have structure around it that you're going to need, the infrastructure, the supports, and we're going to be investing in each other, whether that's in different ways of time or money or both. And it's going to be fun. And you're going to hit some goals by the end of 2Q. You might already be hitting them some with me right now at the end of first quarter, um, which is great. But um, you're going to have a nice focus. So by the time that summer hits, if your kids are done school or whenever summer is, you want to take that deep breath to enjoy the beach, you're going to be a little bit of a different person. And you're going to feel a little different and you're going to have a different confidence level. And that's a lot of what I want to speak into you. I had a call yesterday where I called one of my students right now and I just did a quick call because I knew she was heading to a client and she needed a pep talk. It's like when I would coach candidates for the past 20 years before they would go into the interview. I would do a coaching call, right, with the candidates and I would prep them. And it was almost, I was telling them a lot of basics that they already knew. Bring the resumes, bring a notepad with some paper, dress for success. Obviously, they already knew that, you know, um, be prepared with some questions, all things that most people already know. But really what I was doing on their way, you know, to the go to that interview is pep talking. It's like a pep rally, right? For all you cheerleading moms. So it's like getting their spirits up. You need to get them in that confident mode. They need to go get it. They need to close the deal. Don't leave that interview till they know if they got the job, right? Or what the next step is to get closer to the job. It was like that pep talk. And I feel like when I talked to, um, my student yesterday, I was coaching her. She's my, you know, on going to this client. She hasn't been able to get the money she wants from this client. She closed some deals. She has her own recruiting business. So already up and running, but she needs to make more money and she can't be afraid to ask for it. So I found myself just giving her a pep talk. It was like a 15 minute, you know, it was really all I had. And uh, she was on the way there and I grabbed her at a good time. We could both chat because she had been asking me for that. I was just too busy, but 
the timing was right. Who knows how timing works? And I felt compelled to call her at that moment. And I gave her the pep talk to go get it. Go for the retainer. She's only been contingent. I'm getting her to go retainer. <laughs> so I'll tell you how it went. But even if you shoot for a retainer, you walk out of there with a contract, right? With better terms than you had before. Hey, that's a win, right? And so a lot of that is the confidence you're going to have. And I want to speak that into you so that you are ready to go out into the world and you're dealing with a lot of men out there that are used to taking advantage or thinking from a money standpoint, just from their standpoint, trying to get everything they can from you. But us women, you know, we're going to think about it from the other perspective. We want to help each other. So I don't want to rake a client over the coals, whether it's a man or a woman. I want to make it fair for the both of us, right? And when you go into it with that mindset, I think people know you're authentic. There's trust that's built really quickly. And then clients want to work with you. And so we're going to form it the right way and you doing your business and uh, setting yourself up and finding clients and you'll have more clients than you can handle too. You'll be able to give some away like I am right now. So... Um, so that's that. I didn't know where this Wednesday talk would go, but I'm really pleased of um, what we talked about because I think it's important. It is about confidence and going what you want, not being afraid to ask for what you're worth, talking about money and wealth. All those things are going to be important. So that's it. I'm going to leave it. I'm almost, almost at 25 minutes. I hope that's a nice little chunk for this wishful Wednesday and who you want to be and why you want to be it. So think through those things, ladies. Email it to me because we put it in paper. There's power. I always have my girls write their girls down or my, their goals down and give it to me. And I'll even have them give it to me because I'm like their accountability partner. So write what you want down. Email it to me. Hello at headhuntinghousewives.com. Shoot that dream into the universe and let's see what happens with it. Okay. Have a great Wednesday, ladies. I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come join us over at headhuntinghousewives.com. It's completely free to join. We're there to offer you guidance, support, inspiration. And when you're ready to go a little bit deeper, we're starting a mentorship program in 2Q. If that's for you, you have to email me at hello at headhuntinghousewives.com and let me know who you are and how I can help. Again, that's hello at headhuntinghousewives.com and I look forward to seeing you there.